All right, everybody, welcome to the newest edition of the Star and Five podcast brought to you by the Grizzly Bear Bulls Network. Uh, taking over the reins for Cap today, just like Dylan Brooks taking all the shots today. This you got Trev from Dylan Brooks Island. What's going on, everybody? I'm at underscore underscore Scott on Twitter as always. Feeling a little, you know, a little salty today. A little salty. Ah, today. I like to play on that. I like to play on that. Okay, okay. It's your man, big man, Ed Terry Shakira, man. We're doing a three-man weave, but we all happy just like when Dylan Brooks saw everybody else once starting. Oh, the smile he had on his face. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So shout out to the Cap who's not here with us today. Of course, he's out celebrating his birthday, so big birthday shout out to him. And uh, shout out to our guy, Sheedy, who unfortunately couldn't be on with us today. He's out doing it up big uh, for WrestleMania weekend big in Dallas. So. <laughs> so shout out to the shout out to I miss it too today. Well, today, fellas, it's just gonna be we're gonna recap this past week uh for the Grizz. Of course, this past week the Grizz had matchups against the Golden State Warriors at San Antonio, and then of course at home the Phoenix. A couple of guys on here actually had the Grizz going three and oh, so we'll touch on that. The Grizz is officially clinching the second seed in the playoffs as well as clinching their first ever Southwest Division Championship. And, of course, we'll follow it up with the uh, predictions for next week. So uh, we'll start, of course, with my fellow backcourt mate or wing mate, if <laughs> you should say. Uh, what are your thoughts on the past week for the Grizz? I'm not sure as a logical human being that you can find something wrong or negative to say about the week that the Grizzlies had this past week to go three and oh, and I don't care who you're playing to go three and oh, with the lack of stars, the lack of, um, I guess, leadership that you normally would have throughout the regular season in any regular game um, to go three and oh, against the Warriors to, to beat the Warriors, to beat the Spurs, um, and then to turn around and then beat oh, – I'm sorry, I just missed the last one again um, – the, the third team that they just played. Phoenix. Phoenix, there you go. Sorry. Yeah, so to go 3-0 no, in stretch, and really against the Suns, I think is impressive. It speaks to um, – we all say this throughout the, the week that we have an MVP candidate. We have the most improved player in the league on our roster. We have the defensive player of the year on our roster. We have the coach of the year. Um, on our roster and we have the executive of the year um, within our organization. It just speaks volume to that. Um, I think it's great to see. It's really even, you know, it's great to, if it's, if it'd be one thing that if this was, if you know, if I lived in New Jersey or something like that, I'm a Grizzlies fan and it was just, it would feel great, but it will, it feels even better that like, this is our home team. This is a team that essentially we all grew up with. That's having the recognition that they're, that they have to play, at the level that they're playing with, it's, it speaks volume to all of that. So, I mean, at, at this point, I can't feel nothing but, um, you know, gratitude to, you know, how well that team is playing, how well that team has been run over the past um, one to two years. So it was a great week to win um, the Southwest Division. I think it's something that we all talked about at the beginning of the season, that it was there for the taking. Um, we felt like, you know, that Dallas, in a sense, took a step back when they did, but they've, you know, they've, uh, they've got it clicking on all cylinders to to end the regular season, but to, again, still for the Grizzlies to to go out and do that with games left, not even just clinching it uh, on the last game of the season, but to end it out with you know I think at that point it was six or seven games left. I think that's that's great. So you know, huge shout outs to them, huge shout outs to um, 
you know, the people on this podcast, because we, you know, we kind of help bring life to that uh, for as far as them winning the Southwest Division. But it was another thing for the players to go out uh, and perform to the level and go ahead and clinch that, uh, that division. So really, you know, kudos to everybody about that. Facts, brother. Facts, facts, facts. Well, um, I was one of the, well, one of the brothers that had, you know, was going three week. Um, I didn't think that the, even if the Warriors would have started Clay and Draymond, I think that there's chemistry issues that are going on that a team like the Grizzlies would easily would have easily ate up. Right. Like this Grizz team is a strike that smell blood in the water at this point. And if there's any weakness and you take out Clay and Dre, you're going to get, you know, the, the blowout that you got with the Warriors. Um, the Spurs, Trev, you were head on about them last week as far as them coming for the Grizz, you know, trying to, you know, still got get into the play-in spot. Um, and, you know, they definitely look like that team, and they 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 almost had it. But, you know, the Grizz team, they pulled it out. They were the better team. Um, and it just shows you the show, like, even with the Suns team, like uh, the Suns game, like the impact that the, the culture of this team is something that I've never seen in any, really any team in a long time, maybe even ever, if you really want to think about it. But you got four of your starters out, and you're going against the number one team, not in the Western Conference, but the number one team in the league. And you just made fools of them. Like You made them look foolish. They should feel, as you said, Lito, they should feel salty at the fact that the Grizz were able to, to do that to them. So just like <laughs> um, the, the fact that we were able to win the Southwest Division this year is, is, is a testament. We all thought that they could. Um, especially seeing the young team that went from the bubble that to to going in in the playing and going against the Warriors and beating them to you know going head up against the Jazz in my opinion like we we saw the potential of this team coming into the season we were we were on their butts at the beginning of the season when they weren't doing so well but it was all due to love it was all due to we know the potential that that they have so to see that the Grizz were able to reach that potential this season is has been nothing but fantastic like I said I can't even put in the words. But being on the outside looking in, because I'm not in the city of Memphis, I got a shout out to everybody that's rocking with the Grizz right now in the FedEx form. Like being able to watch the Grizz games, and, you know, go against Brooklyn and see KD and Kyrie do their thing, but the Grizz nation still rocking. That was one of the most beautiful things I've seen. The, the go in and, you know, four starters is out. You know, I, see, I was on Twitter the other day and four starters are out. But, you know, a guy drove up four hours to see it and he left not sad, like not mad at the fact that he was able to drive four hours and watch a Grizz game and, 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 have, and have a great time. Like this team is so great to watch to the fact that, it, you know, it, it's impacting everybody, you know, it, it's, it's having an impact. It's feeling like a college team, to be honest with you. Like an NBA team that feel like a college team is is one of the deadliest, most deadliest team in the league. Like that's how the, we believe Warriors were rocking and we saw what they did in the playoffs. So that, that that's my spiel for right now. Shout out to the Grizz. And before Trevor goes, but to to kind of echo what Trevor just said, not Trevor, to, to what Tuke just said, like it legit, it legit feels that way. Like you can be in the grocery store, you can be, you know, getting ready to go to a concert or something like that, and you hear conversations behind you, or you hear conversations in the next aisle over in the grocery store. Like, uh, you know, I got to make sure I go to the Grizzlies game. And then not only it's the one thing to hear it, but then when you go, I mean, we've all been, you know, between Trevor and. Uh, and, and, and Shark and I, we've been to a lot of Grizzlies games lately, and they are packed, bro. Like to the, you know, to the last seat. It's like it's damaged, like sold out to capacity, and it's loud in there. So to what you just said, like it's that college, like lucky, like atmosphere when you go to the FedEx Forum, and it's it's one thing to like hear it and feel it as fans, but then when you see again to the, what I like, what my name is 
when you see Salty Adama like dunk the ball, <laughs> like what he did against Phoenix, and you see the bench at that way, like you I don't see that see video that at least any, twenty you times. Don't see at least twenty you times. Don't see so I, I never know way. every player's reaction at this point. <laughs> it's crazy, and so like we, I think as Grizzlies fans, we we feed off of it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm breaking news. I am finally ready to acknowledge Zach Climbing as clean climbing. I'm just gonna be one hundred percent honest. Like this team has been nothing short of amazing and that greg popovich tree that that second branch is now starting to sprout leaves with coach jenkins and the grizzlies um very impressive win uh, against the golden state warriors uh to start off the week granted they were missing a lot of key pieces i think draymond and clay were out um the game against the Spurs, which I felt the Grizzlies would lose because that is, quote-unquote, a trap game, which Dylan Brooks refers to a lot. Um, the Grizzlies probably would have taken their foot off. I felt the Grizzlies may have taken their foot off the gas after the win against Golden State to secure the second seed. Um, of course, the Spurs are fighting for their lives right now, looking to secure a spot in the play-in. And it came down to the wire. Um, it, we were literally one missed layup away from a loss. Uh, but almost doesn't count so the Grizzlies were able to uh escape with a win there but of course the game of the the game of the week for everybody has to be the Phoenix game down four starters Phoenix at full strength let's just let's just call it what it is Phoenix oh. at full strength Chris Paul's in the lineup Devin Booker's in the lineup DeAndre Aiden's in the lineup Mikael Bridges in the lineup like they literally had their full entire roster in ready to go and for Memphis to like come out and not only win convincingly, but at one point Memphis had a double digit lead virtually. And let's just be real virtually without a point guard and with Dylan Brooks getting them FGAs up. Like I always said he would. Uh, So, Yes. Yeah. He shot 10 for 27 for 30 points, but it is what it is. It's Dylan Brooks. You know he'll get them FGAs up regardless, but he's going to play his butt off, and it's going to affect the rest of the team. Santi Aldama, I got to give a a, a big shout-out to. Of course, he had the moment of the week, not only with the big dunk, but he actually, again, he played his butt off, and he was just called up, if I'm not mistaken, the day before from the hustle. So to get called up from the hustle, and then the very next day you're getting minutes against the number one team in the NBA right now, to not only get out there – and just play well against the Suns as well. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I, I really have nothing else to say about the scene. It's some hardware at the end of this year that needs to be coming to Memphis. And I'm not just talking about just uh, Desmond Bain with MIP. Yes, that's pretty much locked up in my opinion. Desmond Bain should get most improved player. Um, executive of the year definitely has to go to Zach Kleiman. Coach of the year definitely has to go to Taylor Jenkins. That reward should have been given to Taylor Jenkins after the Phoenix game. Yet, granted, Taylor Jenkins got ejected from the Phoenix game. For Memphis to still have that next man up mentality and to still to maintain, pretty much maintain the lead throughout the rest of uh, the time that he was out because they had a four point lead at half. And then I, I don't think at no point that uh, Phoenix uh, looked took the lead there. But yeah, I, I'm. It's just amazing what's going on in the city to you guys. This point. It's great to see people behind the grids. And it's not just us in the city. Like, there's a couple of people in the national media that started to take along. Uh, you no, know, we had a guy, I 
can't remember the guy's name from the Braves who showed up to uh spring training rocking the job jersey. And you, of course, you got the other couple people that's uh showing love for the Grizz as well. This team is special, this team is dangerous, and I honestly don't care who is playing against them. I feel confident taking them in a seven-game series, which will be difficult. Don't get me wrong, because the rest of the West is getting healthy, but we're gonna be healthy too going into these playoffs, and I like our chances. Let me let me let me ask you this before we move on, bro. Because you just said how dangerous, how special this team is, which I agree a hundred percent. I'm with you. Um, but I'm on Twitter, right? Uh, shout out to Grizzly uh, Moose M U S E. He said that the Grizz are one win away from tying the franchise record for wins in a season. Is this the greatest Grizzly team ever? How y'all feel about that? I mean, of course, if they were to break the franchise record for wins, that I mean, you would have to throw them in that conversation as greatest team ever. But if we're gonna be have that tag, I need to see what you do in the playoffs. Like, I, I don't. Regular season awards are cool. They're, they're, I mean, they're great. It shows what you've done over an eighty-two game season. But you can't dub yourself as the greatest team ever and have a poor showing in the playoffs. Like the Bulls went seven. Greatest Grizz team before anybody misconstruing words. Greatest Grizz. Yeah, it's the great, the greatest Grizz team ever. Yeah, but I again, it shows what you do in the playoffs. Like the greatest season the Grizz had to me was twenty thirteen when they went to the conference finals. So is again pretty much what you do in the playoffs. Uh, I would look if you look at the seventy two and ten Bulls. Yeah, that's the second greatest regular season ever, but they close it out with a championship. That's why we still consider them arguably the greatest NBA team ever. Yeah, the Warriors went seventy three and nine, but we all know what happened in twenty sixteen. I'm not going to go there. But um, as far as regular season goes, I will give them that moniker, but only just a slight bit. Uh, I got to see what you do in the playoffs before I can call you the greatest team ever. So, Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with Trevor. I think one one thing that I love about, you know, the guys on this podcast um, is we've all watched, you know, tons of film. We've all watched, you know, tons of basketball and football throughout our lives. And what we what I respect about us is to exactly what just Trevor just said is, you know, regular season is one thing. Playoffs, postseason, that's a totally different ballgame. So before I can grant you even the thought of being the best Grizzlies um, team out there, what are you doing in the playoffs? You're at this point now, now, you know, we're going to more than likely go into the regular uh, the postseason as a two seed. We're going, I'm not sure exactly who we play at this particular moment in time. And so, you know, what if hypothetically speaking, we, we you know, we clinch or we have, we end up exceeding the number of total wins we have for the for the regular season but then get bounced in the first round at that point again i'm yeah. not even thinking best you know the best grizzlies team out there so uh to what exactly what trevor just said like i need to see what this team does um in the playoffs i'm i'm hoping i think we all are hoping slash expecting for them to make let's just say let's just call it you know we're, we're expecting we're hoping for them to make a run I don't care how long that run is. We at this point, I would hope that we at least can get out of the first round. Once we get out of the first round and maybe we can uh, have the most wins, then maybe we we can actually have the conversation. But for right now, I'm just like, it's, it's hands off for me. I don't want to have the conversation until I know exactly what we did in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah and before two goes, uh, you're looking at potentially having to go through the Clippers, who's getting who 
Paul George just came back, so you're going to have a healthy Paul George, a fully healthy Golden State Warriors team, because I do expect them to be fully healthy by the playoffs. That's assuming they can lock down the third seed because there's a good chance that Dallas could sneak in there. And then even that, you, you're, you're, you're going through Luka. And then, of course, eventually the Phoenix Suns to eventually uh, go to the NBA Finals. So the road is going to be tough for the Grizz, but to Skylar's point, we can have that conversation just win a series, just win one series, and just get out of the first round. I think if you're able to do that, then that conversation for greatest Grizz team ever, then we could really start having that conversation. Right. And I appreciate definitely our perspective on that. Um, so I guess for me, I definitely, like you all said, I have to put the asterisk by it too. I think we be we get out there first round, we make it to the second round. I think once we do have that conversation, because we're going to come back to it, um, I think I'm definitely on board, like whether or not we win the second round or not. Uh, of course, I expect us to go longer. But the reason is for is like this team has no weakness. Like you, I mean, besides outside veterans, this team has no weakness. Like we got the best backup point guard in the league. Averaging, you know, first defensive rebounding and blocks and everything like that. Second is going like this is one of the best Grizz team. But my opinion, I guess we make it out to second, the first round, the greatest Grizz team we are watching. So I just want to ask that and get y'all opinion on that for sure. All right. Well, with that be saying, y'all, uh, of course, we are still uh, a couple of weeks away from the playoffs. Uh, the Grizzlies, of course, have a full slated week of games. Uh, so we're going to start off. Uh, they're at Utah, who looks like they're on the down slope uh, when it comes to the standings, and possibly Utah may be done as a potential playoff contender. So they're at Utah. They're at Denver. Not sure what Denver is going to be uh, looking like. The Pelicans, they're home against the Pelicans, who could be still potentially uh, fighting for their lives in the play-in. And uh, I believe that's the last game of the season uh, at home against Boston. Uh, so, guys, what is your record for the Grizz this upcoming week? Um, let's just call it safe and go two and two. Um, I'm thinking two and two for the simple fact that it's more so what I would want to see the Grizzlies do. I think what we've seen over the past uh, couple of games is them pulling back or them scaling back on who's playing, how long they're playing, things like that. And so, um, again, shots to the the amazing teamwork that that the Grizzlies bench or role players are are playing in this factor of us continuously to win without, you know, Ja, Jaron, and Desmond Bain and, and things like that. Um, so I'm I'm hoping they go in with within uh, these next four games to say, let's maybe sit um, our stars again for like another two games, which would um, start up to what you just said, Trevor. They would sit for um, Utah and Denver. And then what I would do is I would play – my full roster or I'll play as many guys as I can um, with, on a minutes restriction those last two games because what you don't want, and it's a very thin line of, do you want to make sure your team is healthy going into the playoffs or do you want to make sure your team is as rested as possible or, you know, most time going into the going into the postseason. So very thin line on that. So I would just kind of want the Grizzlies or the, 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 the management to say, let's go ahead and get these guys right back up. Let's give them two more games. Um, so that way they, they have, again, chemistry that they have the ball clicking on all cylinders like they have been, but more so with the with the starters. And they played on the last two games. So I'm going to go two and two. Two. Mm-mm-mm. So I, want, I just want to be right again. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, so I definitely got it. I got us beaten. You know what? Give me. I hate to do this to my grids, but I I love to be a hundred percent wrong. Give me give me one and three. Give me one and three. Um, I think the Jazz are gonna try to throw everything at the at us as they can, even though and we are still wrestling players. So the fact that even though we were able to beat the Suns, um, I think that the Jazz are still, to me, in my opinion, are better defensively, even though they got chemistry issues offense. I think that it get us. Um, the Nuggets, I think Jokic is trying to put his stamp on what I feel should be an MVP season for him. That's another talk for another day. Um, but I think he's going to – because I think after that they have like two or three games. So give me a loss from them. Um, Give me a loss against the Pelicans as well. I don't know why. I just feel a loss coming from them, especially like I think they got another, uh, their next game after us to be the Warriors, and that will determine if they end up playing. Um, and the, based on the butt whooping they put on the Lakers last night, they 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 hungry. So, um, and I think, and this is all pending us wrestling players as well. So for everybody listening, this just based on a lot of we play with the Suns, Jazz Nuggets losses, but I do think we'll uh, beat the Celtics because I think they may try to rest players as well. So uh, give me one and three. I was gonna go one and three. I'm just gonna be honest with you, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna even it out at two and two as well. Um, because I believe they'll win against Denver because Denver will probably have they have to show up to play in back to back games. So they have a game going. Well, at the time this comes out, they would have just played the Lakers, um, on Sunday, and then they have another game against the Spurs. Two teams that are fighting possibly to get in the play in. Uh, so you, you expect Denver to kind of have to show up a little bit going into that game against the Grizz. So I fully expect the Grizz to possibly take care of business there. Uh, speaking of the Nuggets, the rest of the Western Conference between three and six, that's all up in the air as far as positioning is concerned. Um, so, and then Utah's kind of been on the down slide for practically this entire, for almost a month and a half now that I think about it. Um, so I kind of expect the Grizzlies to take care of business against the Jazz as well. And then, of course, for the Pelicans and the Celtics, which I think are the last two games, um, I fully expect Memphis to be resting at that point. Um, I do think the starters may play in one of those games, but the Skylar mentioned it'll probably be on a minutes restriction just to kind of make sure that the chemistry and things is there and all of that is still intact as we prepare for the playoffs. Well, yeah, give me two and two with wins against uh Utah and Differ. And uh, that will wrap it up today for another episode of the starting five. Uh, of course, be sure to check out the other podcasts as part of the Grizzly Bear Blues Network, GBB Live, the Core 4 Podcast, and the 3 and D Podcast. And filling in for Cap and taking all the shots, but not going 10 for 27. This year, guy Trev. I'm at you the have yeah, I had fun. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm at the auto Trevor. Y'all know of is still the preposition. So if you use your grammar, you know what's up. <laughs> I appreciate you for not going 11 of 27 or 10 for 27. I appreciate that. Um, but I'm still at, at underscore Scarlet on Twitter. Again, you know, excited for the Grizzlies. I'm, I'm ready for the playoffs now. I don't even care about these last four games. I'm ready for playoffs now. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. At at, uh, at Tab Shakir, like, so I'm definitely with you, bro. Let's let's get this playoff time going. I'm I'm excited, but 
couple yeah. more weeks, man. A couple more weeks. Yeah. Of course, be sure to follow our other two guys. Of course, follow the captain himself at the One Piece Shark. And, of course, follow Sheedy at It's Really Sheedy. And lastly, of course, follow the podcast at Starting5MEM. Until next week, fellas. Agrees. Feeling salty. <laughs> <laughs>